Hey there everyone, I'm Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the Kalashtar. Kalashtar are intertwined with spirits from the realm of dreams. They're psionic conduits born of two minds and one body. Like bizarre otherworldly spirit animals, these spirits guide the Kalashtar through life. Though their voices may only be heard as dreams and felt in psionic powers that they bestow. Kalashtar are telepaths. They have the most resilient minds and have true power within the dream realm. Kalashtars are technically unique to the Eberron setting, but these psionic powerhouses are finding their way into countless 5e campaigns, and that's why we're going to go over everything you need to know about them in today's episode. Before we get started, be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new content like this every week. And now, onto the Kalashtar. Each Kalashtar is bound to a Kori spirit, a being from the dream realm, Dakor, that normally feeds on psionic energy that emanates from dreaming mortals. Kori, and rather anything from the quasi-real world of Dalkor, has a hard time existing within the material plane, so they must take refuge in mortal minds. Many Kori have done this in service to what they call the Dreaming Dark, a shadowy lord of nightmares that rules over Dalkor. Their intentions are not entirely clear, but they've been working for thousands of years, and anyone could become an agent after merely having a bad dream. Most other Kalashtar work against the Dreaming Dark, though. Some follow the Path of Light that vows to fight darkness in all of its forms. Beyond this eternal struggle, the largest Kalashtar communities exist high in the mountaintop temples. The original Kalashtars were Andoran monks that willingly bonded with Kori refugees. Their children were born with fused souls, and the Kalashtar became something new rather than a mere vessel or passenger. Their form culture is one of diligence, meditation, intellectuality, and inner conflict. Kalashtars strive to maintain control of their emotions, but their Kori half still remembers the wild chaos of Delcor and aches deeply for it. However, not all Kalashtar have the luxury of a traditional upbringing. Many Kalashtar exist throughout Eberron, and those orphaned or newly created may have very little to no understanding about their spirit half. Those with no training may even see their telepathy and psionic abilities as a curse, their Kori spirits always haunting their dreams just at the edge of their understanding. Kalashtar are unique to the Eberron setting, so some of their lore and culture is permanently tied to that. However, if you plan on running a Kalashtar in another setting, you may want to discuss options with your DM. The Kori spirit can be replaced with really any ghost or spiritual thing that's appropriate for the setting that you're in. Bear in mind the Dreaming Dark with any demon or other dark forces can also do the same. Kalashtar look more or less human. They often have slightly more angular features and are usually on the tall and thin side, but are otherwise pretty standard. Most Kalashtar dress and act like monks, which goes well alongside their measured and unemotional demeanor. Kalashtar aren't unfeeling, but several generations worth of monastic traditions are pretty much ingrained in them. It's when they get fully focused or emotional that their otherworldly half really shows. When a Kalashtar embraces an emotion, their eyes glow and you can see the faintest outline of their Kori spirit hanging onto them like a glimmer or a shadow. The Kori spirit itself is a being of dreams. They are normally invisible but can look like literally anything, though they seem to gravitate towards creatures with a lot of eyes and legs. When you make a Kalashtar character, spend some time designing not only the Kalashtar but also their Kori spirit. Playing a Kalashtar means essentially playing one character with two personalities. Definitely try to figure out how these two would interact, and if they're cohesive or if they are kind of really on opposite ends of the spectrum. This can create some really good role-playing opportunities for your character and everyone else at the table. 
Like the rest of the Kalashtar, their names come in two halves. The first half of the Kalashtar name is their personal prefix, or rather, the prefix for their human half. The last half is the name of the Kori spirit that resides inside them. Both halves of their name tend to be one to two syllables and are typically gender neutral. Orphan Kalashtar and those who never learn to commune with their spirit will have human names common in whatever culture they are raised in. We'll throw some ideas up here on screen so that you can know what we're talking about. Your wisdom score increases by plus two and your charisma score increases by one. Classes only really utilize one mental ability score, so the bonus to both charisma and wisdom is a bit awkward. You're best off shooting for a class that utilizes your larger wisdom bonus, such as clerics, druids, or monks, or rangers. As for your age, Kalashtar mature and age at the same rate as humans. As for alignment, the noble spirit tied to a Kalashtar drives it toward lawful and good behavior. Most Kalashtar combine strong self-discipline with compassion for all beings, but some Kalashtar resist the virtuous influence of their spirit. They literally have a good-aligned spirit whispering in their ear, so they're bound to do good unless they rebel hard against their upbringing. Your size is medium, and your base walking speed is 30 feet. Average, but at least there's no hindrances here. With your dual mind, you have an advantage on all wisdom saving throws. No frills, no conditions, just straight permanent advantage on all your wisdom saves, which is one of the most common saving throws in the game. You also have mental discipline, meaning you have resistance to psychic damage. Psychic damage isn't very common, mind you, but damage resistances are always nice. You also have a mind link, meaning that you can telepathically talk to any creature you can see, provided the creature is within a number of feet equal to 10 times your level. You don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand your telepathic utterances, but the creature must be able to understand at least one language. When you're using this trait to speak telepathically to a creature, you can use your action to give that creature the ability to speak telepathically with you for one hour or until you end this effect as an action. To use this ability, the creature must be able to see you and must be within the trait's range. I find a lot of players misunderstand this ability at first, so be sure to actually find out what hoops you have to jump through before you start using it. Kalashtar sleep, but they don't connect to the plane of dreams as other creatures do. Instead, their minds draw from the memories of their otherworldly spirit while they sleep. As such, you are immune to spells and other magical effects that require you to dream, like dream, but not to spells and other magical effects that put you to sleep, like sleep. And finally, for the languages that you can speak, read, and write in, that is common, Cori, and one language of your choice. Common plus any language is nice, so grab whatever you think will be most relevant to your campaign. Cori is sadly an extremely rare language, even in Eberron, and doesn't exist elsewhere, so it's unlikely that it will ever come up. Kalashtar's stats are strange, since you're gaining bonuses to two mental abilities. Any class that uses either Wisdom or Charisma is a good start, but since 5e is so forgiving, there aren't really any wrong choices. If you're interested in optimizing your character, though, definitely take a look at these ideas, starting with the Lunar Dreamer. Kalashtars already have a plus two bonus to wisdom, which is ideal for a druid, and their mind link ability is perfect for them. Mind link doesn't care about your shape and doesn't have any sort of verbal or somatic component, so you can use it freely while in your animal form. Circle of the Moon druids especially benefit from mind link as they spend a lot of time in animal forms and blowing away that speech barrier solves a ton of problems. And then we have the lucid drunk build, which was incidentally my nickname in high school. Kalashtar monks are already a flavor win, and that plus two wisdom bonus is exactly what they need. 
Not many monks can really benefit from that plus one to charisma bonus, though, and that's where the way of the drunken master comes in. While drunken masters don't explicitly need charisma, they do gain charisma performance proficiency and are really incentivized to use it. And then we have the Dream Realm Warden. Rangers may be mainly martial, but they still greatly benefit from the Kalashtar's plus two bonus to wisdom. Most don't care about their charisma score, but the Unearthed Arcana Fey Wanderer sure does, as it needs the high charisma for numerous checks. Mindlink also gives a ranger a ton more sneaky opportunities as they stalk the shadows silently. Given how much flavor the Kalashtar have from a role-playing perspective, I'm honestly a little shocked to find that they are pretty viable from a gameplay perspective as well. Going into this, I thought they'd be pretty niche given their ability score increases, but as it turns out, I don't really think I'd have a hard time recommending this to just about anyone that's played the game. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new content like this every week. And if you or someone you know is building a Kalashtar, I would love to hear about it down in the comments. I have yet to run into any myself, and I think that I'm a bit more interested as a result. Thanks again for watching. My name is Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss out.